plus the week after Christmas. And if you're anything like me, you have a holiday hangover. Holiday hangovers don't necessarily have to come from too much booze. They can come from too much sugar, too much sodium, or all of the above. Holiday hangovers can occur from emotions that remember throughout the holidays or even in your wallet. Today on this episode of Budget Babe, I'm going to talk about ways to overcome the holiday hangover and get ready for 2021. You're listening to the Budget Babe podcast, where we talk about living your best life without breaking your bank. My name is Ella, and I'm so excited that you have joined me today. Hey, hey, Budget Babe listeners. I know it's been about two weeks since you last heard from me on this podcast. And as you may already know, I did have some plans for the week of the 15th. And those plans um, had a wrench put in them due to some personal things that happened in my life. And what happened was on Friday the 19th, a week right before Christmas, I had to make a difficult, heart-wrenching decision to have my cat, Sassy, of 12 years put down due to suffering from cancer. I took her to the vet on the 15th with what looks like a sprained ankle on the cat only to find out that it was an aggressively rapidly growing tumor. And then I witnessed her in pain that Friday night and had to take her in around midnight. And I know it was the right decision, but it was also one of the toughest decisions I've ever made. Uh, the lyrics of the fray come to mind where it says sometimes the hardest thing and the right thing are the same. And that is exactly how I felt. So I did take a week off just for grievances. And coincidentally enough, it was also to get ready for the holidays. Now, a lot of you listeners know on the 15th, I had my first major budget babe event and it was successful. Due to COVID-19 restrictions in Nashville, we can't have more than eight people. So I had to keep it to five listeners, myself, and then Sarah and Bobby, who were with Barbet Financial. So we had to keep the gathering to less than eight. But I can't wait to have more budget babe gatherings. And throughout the year 2021, one of my biggest goals is to have more guests on the show. The reason I want to have a lot of guests is because many women, men throughout Nashville are, and throughout the world too, I had a guest from South Africa on season one, the very beginning of the season, but people are always wanting to do something and have ownership over it, whether it's starting a business, whether they're starting their own podcast, whether they're starting a book club, a tribe. I want to highlight that. I want to highlight ambitions of other people on this podcast because I know anything that you start, that you start on on yourself, and we'll just call it an entrepreneurship, it's going to require budgeting, but it's also going to have a story behind it. So that is one thing I'm going to do for 2021. And I also just want to take some time on here to thank everyone for the support of the podcast. The listeners who got to attend the event with Rabbit Financial are my friends Jen, Amanda, Liz, Crystal, Mercedes, and Sarah and Bobby were showing up for it to support it. We had a really good discussion around our plans around money. We are all in different financial situations. We're all on different paths. 
And we all, I believe, got something from that event alongside some great snacks and pedicures. For the actual holiday itself, as many of you know, in Nashville on Christmas Day, we had a suicide bomber. They took out some historic buildings around Nashville. I'm very grateful for our first responders and police officers that were able to get people out of that building to get them evacuated, saving their life, and also risk their lives taking, spending time near that area. Um, it was just devastating to find out on Christmas Day that there was so much damage done to the city to see one of my favorite parts of the area in shambles. And I want to take time just on this podcast to let you guys know if you want to help out or donate, I have done so. Consider buying a Nashville Strong t-shirt from Project 615. I have one on the way. 100% of the proceeds are going to be donated to small businesses or residents affected by the explosion. You can also donate directly to Community Foundation of Middle Tennessee. And FastCompany.com also has a list of GoFundMe accounts that are going towards individuals that were directly affected by the explosion. Uh, with the tornadoes, pandemic, explosion, lack of tourism, 2020 has been especially tumultuous for the city of Nashville. But knowing Nashville, we're going to come back strong. We always do. I don't know any other city on the map where people come together and come back stronger than ever the way that Nashville does. So got a couple of sad things to begin with on this episode. And I know it kind of sounds like a newsletter format and things to downers, but what I'm going to talk about is basically why I have a holiday hangover and what it's done to my emotions and what it actually did for some of my goals. I originally planned to have a bonus episode the week of the 15th. I was going to surprise you guys and talk about expenses for pet ownership and what I've been seeing a lot on Instagram and Facebook are memes that talk about people getting pets for Christmas only to give them up for adoption a year later. So it's obvious that pet ownership, people need to be aware of the responsibilities that come with pet ownership, what the pet's needs are, and the expenses that come with pet ownership. I know I've had to take both my cats to the emergency vet this year. So I'm going to tell you about the expenses that are required with that. That episode is still on the way. And as I said before, I've got a couple of entrepreneurs coming on. At the first of the year, I'm going to have my friends Jackie and Lexi on the show. Jackie started a business called Bella Jack, and it is a boutique. It's got great pieces of clothing that are versatile, that can be worn different ways. I'm going to show that off on my Instagram this week, a couple ways I'm wearing one of my cardigans. And if you are still shopping and looking for some pieces, definitely check out bellajack.com. It is named after her dog and her cat, Bella, B-E-L-A, Jack, J-A-C-K. Check that out and use the code Katie, C-A-T-Y, cat with a Y on the end, 15. So C-A-T-Y, 15, for 15% off your order. I love I've got three pieces from Belichick so far. I love them all. There's one shirt I wear at least once a week. It's a blouse wear, super flattering. I've got two cardigans, and the cardigans I've been wearing, I can dress them up, or I can even 
be in my workout gear, put on the right shoes and that cardigan and still look dressed up. So there's different ways that you can wear the cardigans. And hope you all consider shopping and supporting my friend Jackie. She's going to also donate some of the proceeds to the people expect, affected by the explosion in Nashville. She's going to donate a lot of her proceeds also to adoption and for homeless animals. So I'm really excited to partner with that business. And we'll get directly to the topic right after our sponsor. We're going to talk about the holiday hangover and how to cope with it. So let's talk about why you have a holiday hangover. One of the most obvious reasons would be booze. You drank the eggnog, the cider, the wine, whatever cocktail made you feel festive, and you're recovering from that as well. Holidays bring on so much stress, so much anxiety, especially this year in Nashville. So you may have had to drown your sorrows. So you're recovering from a hangover that way. If you're like me and you don't drink very much, your holiday hangover may come from sugar. I know I have definitely indulged in some cookies, fudge, peanut butter pinwheels, peanut butter balls. I love peanut butter, obviously. Right alongside the high sodium foods, the Chinese food while watching your Christmas story. I had some homemade Chex Mix, the bacon, the sausage gravy, all the delicious high sodium foods you enjoy around the holidays. That's going to take wreck havoc on your body. It's good for you in small doses, but if you're not used to eating those foods, it can have detrimental effects on how you're feeling. And also you're out of your routine. If you're like me, you get up and do yoga every morning. You'd have a walk around all the plans. Everything I did in the past few weeks has kind of put a wrench on that routine after having to take Sassy to the emergency vet that interrupted my, not only my holiday plans of getting everything wrapped and ready to go. I got out of my routine of doing yoga wasn't eating as healthy. I was, you know, filling my heart up with pizza, drinking some wine. And then I was drinking a lot of caffeine just to recover throughout the day from the exhaustion I was feeling. So your diet is another reason for the holiday hangover. Um, if you have children, God bless you. You probably didn't get a lot of sleep over the past couple of days. And not getting the routine six to eight hours of sleep can also wreak havoc on your body just do a lot of damage. You're probably catching up this week. I'm very fortunate to be able to use some personal time off this week so I can recover in the holidays, but God bless many of you. You probably had to work the weekend this week. You may have had to work over Christmas. So I will salute you there. And among all the excitement and all the happiness around the holidays, you know that Christmas exuberates every emotion you have. So the highs are the highs and the lows are the lows. And it seems like so much tragedy, especially this time of year and this year where people are getting COVID. You're hearing so much about COVID cases. You're hearing what people being taken to the hospital. You're hearing about deaths right around Christmas. And that is wreaking havoc on your emotion. So I took this week off. I've been fortunate to be able to do that. And I want to get into what I'm using this week for. And something that has helped me remedy the holiday hangover is organizing and planning. Sounds like a blast, doesn't it? I'm also reading books, doing yoga, doing things that I enjoy. But I have found budgeting, of course, planning, and organizing therapeutic for me 
because it is a way of bringing in hope, hope that's going to come with the year 2021. Well, let me explain that. So I have my planner for 2021. And in that planner, there is an option for a reflection of the year 2020. And with that, you focus on the cons. Again, there's the grayness within the silver lining of the cloud. So I'm focusing on the cons and things that happened. And that was obviously the pandemic. That was the pandemic had, you know, just haven't been able to get as many sales or as much success as I wanted to or achieve as much as I wanted to because of the pandemic. I haven't been able to travel like I wanted to. And, you know, concerts I plan to go to. So the pandemic has kind of slowed me down. But the slowdown also came with the action that I wanted to take. So my vision board that I made last year, it was a clapperboard. It had the word action. Helped me take the action to record this podcast. This podcast is a huge deal for me. It's something that I dreamed about for a long time. And in the coming year, I'm actually hoping to invest more into this podcast. I want to get better editing software, just, you know, record that and then upload it to Anchor. I got a new microphone. I've got the Yeti. So I'm really excited about that. Just giving you guys better sound quality. I'm looking at getting musicians finding the perfect intro for the podcast, getting a unique intro that you guys can hear jam out to something that's sincerely budget babe. I also, the most exciting thing about budget babe is I plan on bringing more guests onto the show. Uh, season two is officially going to start next week. So I plan on bringing in more guests. I'm interviewing January 10th. I'm going to interview Lexi and Jackie, who are two business owners, just recent entrepreneurs. We're going to talk about the expenses behind entrepreneurship, what has driven them to start their own businesses, and just the day-to-day operations that go to starting your own business. Because more and more people, whether they are replacing their corporate jobs, or if you're like me and you're doing something that is feeling you know, purposeful, that inspires you, like starting a podcast or starting a blog, we can talk about how to keep up the inspiration, how to get engagement, how to give your customers or your audience or whoever you're catering to what they want. So I'm really excited to kind of get into that, into the planning of the Budget Made podcast. I also want to have more engagement on social media. So I'm already creating some more content. I'm investing into a better camera that I can bring to you guys more through Instagram. I want more online engagement, everyday engagement. This is a weekly podcast, but I want you guys to be able to communicate and you still are, you can still find me on Instagram, Elliconomic or Elliconomic at gmail.com. But I want to create even more engagement, kind of create a community around Budget Babe. I've been very fortunate to have a lot of friends come out and support me. I had the first successful Budget Babe event. I've interviewed, I interviewed Anandi Klassen, who is from South Africa. I've interviewed somebody, I interviewed Casey, who's budgeting for the first time in her life. And I've interviewed Autumn, who's a real estate agent. So I love interviewing people who are ambitious and seeing how they use budgeting as an approach to their ambitions and what they're doing to fulfill your life. Again, 
Budget Babe is kind of leaning more. And this is the other thing I'm get to. I'm looking to re, maybe rebrand Budget Babe because I love talking about budgeting. I've always been, you know, really intentional with my money and how I manage it, but kind of leaning more towards the live your best life side. So live your best life without breaking your bank. I kind of want to talk more about how people can live their best life. And that's really what I want to do. Like my biggest purpose with podcasts is I want you to listen to each episode, feel inspired, feel uplifted from what you hear. and just ready to take on the world because we all need that motivation. And let's see. Yeah, that that's kind of my way of coping with the holiday hangover is just bringing in some hope and planning for the next few days. I'm already feeling a little more energized from taking time off and getting familiar with my planner. This week, I'm going to make my vision board for 2021. So many of you know, I've been doing a vision board every year since 2018. Uh, 2018, my word was progress. And now I work full-time for a company called Progressive. So I found that really cool how progress, I just wanted to progress in life. I wanted to grow. And that's what happened. I had a um, vision board in 2019 and the word was prepare. So 2019, that's when I started to come up with a lot of ideas and podcasts or, you know, content just for the podcast. That's when I started just to think this up. And 2020 was my word was action. That's when I finally took some action and got to go after what I really wanted. And what I really wanted was to be someone that motivates others, that coaches others, and that inspires other people. And I was able to do this for the podcast. So, you know, it's easy to feel kind of, you know, defeated and restricted by 2020, but I really did take action towards the things that I wanted. Also, just a therapeutic, um, letting myself indulge into some books. I've got so many new books for Christmas this year. I got Badass Habits by Jen Sincero, Tattooist of Auschwitz. I have Where the Crawdads Sing, The Splendid and Vile that I plan on reading this year. I have this that's the science of getting rich. I read that already. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I'm already getting a lot of value out of that three chapters in. So reading, just restoring my soul that way. And then my word for my word for 2021, that's where I was getting to. My word is power. And I don't know why I chose the word power, but I know every year that I've chosen a word, there's always been significance for why I chose that word. So on that vision board already, I've got some images cut out of books just for continuing education. I'm putting a house for home ownership possibilities. I'm putting off, putting an image of a car and saying paid off because I want to pay off my car this year. I've got... Let me look at the other images that I have. Oh, I've got the microphone, of course, because I'm investing more into this podcast. And I'm going to do an airplane because I'm hoping to travel again this year, even if it's just a few trips here and there, maybe a day trip. But I really miss getting out there, being around people. I miss brunching. I miss going to concerts. And I'm feeling optimistic about the vaccines that are out there. I've got friends in healthcare that have already taken the vaccine. They said they feel fine. So I'm feeling very optimistic that some of these restrictions are going to be lifted uh, just in a couple of months. I'm hoping they would be lifted by my birthday, but that probably won't happen. My birthday is January 25th. But even if they're not lifted, I'm going to focus on what I can do and what I can control while we're still in the midst of the pandemic. All in all, I want you to take some time for yourself. If you can, if you're a parent, you may be 
that time, maybe an hour or so a day. If you're like me, you've got kind of a week to yourself where you can plan out for what's going on in the new year. But this next few days should be a few days for self-care and to prepare. So whatever self-care may look like for you. For me, it's reading. It's being outside when I can. It's going for walks, doing yoga. For some people, self-care could be shopping. Hopefully you're doing that on a budget. For some people, self-care looks like cooking. Just whatever self-care is for you, make sure you know that and make sure you take time for that. And also let yourself be hopeful. Let yourself be optimistic and happy about what's to come in 2021. Vision boards, budgeting, believe it or not, I find budgeting is a way of self-care. So writing out a budget and for the things that you want in 2021. Also think about goals. If you've got, if you want to do like a side income, if you want to start your own business, if you're just like me and you're wanting to find ways to inspire other people and coach other people. If you want to write a book, make sure you make time for that. So what I really want to do is just share with you what I'm planning for budget babe in the next year and encourage you to be optimistic and excited for what's to come in 2021. I will talk to you guys again through this podcast next year and I'm looking forward to it. Hey again, it's Ella from Budget Babe Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it. It would mean the world to me if you would leave a review letting me know what you think. Also, feel free to follow me on Instagram, Ella Konomic, E-L-L-A-C-O-N-O-M-I-C. I would love to connect with you and hear what you think. Thanks again.